Good Nature Wellness Podcast, Episode 17. Hello and welcome to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. This podcast is all about discovering how you can transform, re-energize, and strengthen your body naturally with the healing power of food to regain control over your health, reclaim your energy, feel better, look better, and be stronger for life. I'm your host, board-certified master health and wellness coach, Barbara Walsh. Hey there. Well, I have to admit that I've been taking full advantage of the fact that it's summertime, which for me has meant taking some time off. But I'm happy to be back, and I'm so glad that you guys are joining me today. If you ask people who know me well, they will probably tell you that I can be a pretty driven individual when it comes to work. Growing up, I was always taught by my parents that being a hard worker was a really good thing and that hard work was necessary if I wanted to succeed and it was definitely something to take pride in. So I applied that philosophy throughout my years in school and it served me pretty well because I was able to attend college on a scholarship and I graduated with honors. After I landed my first job, I wanted to prove myself, my abilities and my dedication. So working really long, 50 or 60 hour work weeks continually without taking a break became the norm for me, as did feeling guilt-ridden about taking vacations. But over the years, I have been learning that there's a fine line between passion and dedication for what we do and overdoing it to the point of burnout. So on my first day back after summer vacation, I thought it might be a good idea to share how you can avoid burnout by creating balance between your work and your personal life how beneficial it can be to take breaks, and how you can become a happier, more creative, and productive person just by working less. So let's go. In our world and our culture, we can often associate being busy with being conscientious and committed, and even validating our work ethic. But there have been numerous research studies that have shown that working an insane amount of hours doesn't help us to accomplish more or perform better at our jobs. Instead, workaholics, like me, actually live in a constant state of stress because of the pressure that we put on ourselves to keep working no matter what, which can lead to burnout, which can have a negative impact on the quality of our work, the quality of our relationships, and the quality of our health. We've all heard the term burnout, but what exactly does that mean? Webster's Dictionary defines burnout as exhaustion of physical or emotional strength or motivation, usually as the result of prolonged stress or frustration. And according to the World Health Organization, burnout has three dimensions. The first, being depleted or exhausted. The next, feeling cynical, negative, or mentally distant which finally leads to the third, a diminished ability to perform effectively. You may not know this, but even before I became a board-certified health coach, I have been a self-employed business owner for many years. Before that, I worked on staff at several companies, and even though sick days, personal days, and time off for vacations were included as part of my employee benefits packages, the idea of taking time off always made me feel uneasy. If I didn't feel well, instead of taking a sick day, I can remember dragging myself into work, regardless of whether I had a sore throat or a runny nose, or if I was sneezing my head off, or if I could potentially pass those symptoms on to my coworkers. I would still go in, only to sit at my desk, feeling sick and drained of energy and being completely unproductive for the entire day. 
when it came to taking vacations, the preparations necessary beforehand and the work that would pile up while I was away made the idea of taking a vacation seem like it would be more trouble than it was worth. Even worse, when I did take time off, the worry and the guilt that I would struggle with the whole time that I was away from work would often steal the enjoyment of my vacations. Truthfully, things did not really improve once I became self-employed. Regardless of the fact that I was the boss and I didn't need to get approval from anyone, I still was always reluctant to take time off. In fact, I think those stressful feelings actually intensified because I knew that I was on my own without anyone else to fill in for me if I did go away. So no matter the reason, being away from work almost always seemed to be out of the question, which is kind of ironic because I thought that one of the perks of starting my own business was the ability to set my own hours. On the rare occasions when my husband would convince me to take a vacation, I would secretly be so stressed that something would happen in my business or that one of my clients would need something in my absence that I would always bring my laptop and all of my work with me. And regardless of my beautiful vacation surroundings or how I tried to look like I was relaxing on the outside, on the inside, I was struggling with the guilt of taking time off and looking to use any empty moments during my vacation as an opportunity to get some work done. <laughs> so was it really a vacation? Sort of. But since I was still working, just not in my office, not really. Honestly, vacation should have been something that I looked forward to. And for all of the hard work and effort that I put into everything that I did, they were certainly well-deserved. And even though deep down inside, I knew that a vacation was something that I really needed, still, I could never justify taking them or even taking a day off. Have any of you ever felt that way? I guess whether someone works for a company or even if we're self-employed, we have all become accustomed to the demands of our culture, which seem to dictate that time off is a big no-no. And unless it's a weekend, we probably shouldn't take a day off. On top of that, if you happen to be a working wife and mom, like I am, the workday doesn't necessarily stop when the five o'clock whistle blows. That's because there's always a list of household chores just waiting for us when we get home, or when we sign off from work if we're working from home, as many have been doing since the pandemic hit. So when we're done working at our jobs, it often becomes a necessity to continue working at home to make sure that your spouse and your kids have everything they need and to keep up with those household chores or just tackle that pile of dirty laundry. I guess that old saying, woman's work is never done is really true because there really are no days off when you're a wife and a mom, whether you have a job outside the home or not. For so many, including myself, a 24-7 work schedule just becomes a way of life, and time off is considered to be a luxury that we really don't have time for. But what we don't realize is that although our intentions are good, and we honestly believe that choosing to work continually is the only way that we can stay afloat or get ahead, unfortunately, when we make that choice, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, we end up feeling exhausted like we're barely treading water and still falling behind. So instead of feeling inspired, super productive, satisfied, and accomplished because of our work ethic, working nonstop actually becomes a cycle of stress and overwhelm that leads to burnout. Now you might be thinking, I'm strong, 
I've got it figured out. I can handle it. And I'm definitely not burned out. And I can understand that because I used to think those very same thoughts until I found out what the signs of burnout are. So how do you know if you're experiencing burnout? Well, let me ask you some questions. Have you become cynical or critical of others? Do you have trouble getting started or feel like you're dragging your feet when you attempt to begin a task at work or at home? Have you become irritable or impatient with your coworkers, your customers, or with your family members? Do you feel drained and lack the energy to be consistent or productive? Do you find it difficult to concentrate or feel forgetful? Do you lack inspiration and creativity? Is it difficult for you to finish or accomplish something or find satisfaction when you do? Do you feel disillusioned with your job, your work, or your life? Do you ever use food, alcohol, or drugs to feel better or relieve stress? Have your sleep habits changed? Are you experiencing symptoms that can't be explained like muscle pain, headaches, trouble with your stomach or digestion? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, you are experiencing the symptoms of burnout. To be honest with you, many times in my life, I have answered yes to every one of these questions, but I never knew that these were the symptoms of burnout. And science tells us that ignoring the signs of burnout can have a negative effect on our health, both physically and mentally, and can result in chronic stress, fatigue, insomnia, feelings of sadness, irritability or anger, depression, heart disease, high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, and a compromised immune system, which can increase our risk of catching colds and viral illnesses like COVID, and even developing chronic illnesses like cancer. I didn't realize it at the time, but when I was younger, I was living in a daily cycle of stress. I always had a heavy workload, worked long hours at work and at home, and rarely took breaks. And it was extremely difficult for me to maintain a healthy work-life balance between my responsibilities as a wife and a mom and as a professional. This was something that I struggled with silently. I was often tired, lacked motivation and creativity, felt irritable and disillusioned. I must admit that I did use comfort food and alcohol to try to relieve stress. And I did regularly experience a lot of unexplained physical symptoms, in particular headaches, stomach aches, and constipation, among others. When I think about it now, I can see that I definitely had all of the obvious signs of burnout. But I was uninformed, and I didn't know that those signs had consequences. So other than trying to find relief from my stress with glasses of wine, or relief from my symptoms with prescriptions and over-the-counter meds, I didn't address what was causing those symptoms or make any changes. I just remained in that stress burnout cycle, feeling exhausted but acting like I was okay on the outside, yet still pushing myself to keep going and keep working as my health was deteriorating on the inside until the day when I received that breast cancer diagnosis. But that is a story for another podcast. By the way, if you haven't heard my story of overcoming breast cancer naturally without surgery, radiation, or chemo, be sure to check out episode one of the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. Fast forward several years. 
even after making the necessary changes to my diet and my lifestyle that were instrumental in enabling me to regain control of my health and heal naturally from breast cancer and becoming a board-certified master health coach, I am still not immune to the risk of burnout. In fact, I found myself approaching burnout earlier this summer. It's a funny thing about burnout, though. It seems to come on gradually without being noticed. I had been working with my coaching clients and working on creating materials that I needed for my health coaching practice. At the same time, I was also working to keep my design business running while trying to stay on top of our household chores and my never-ending pile of laundry. Gosh, just saying it sounds like a lot to me. To think I was keeping a good balance between work and home sounds kind of crazy, but I thought I was. And yet I found myself experiencing some of those familiar burnout symptoms. In particular, I was feeling drained and lacking the motivation or the creativity to do anything. I knew that I had been spinning my wheels for several weeks without making any real progress, and I was feeling disillusioned. Yet I felt like I had to keep working, even though it was becoming more difficult for me to stay focused and hide how frustrated I felt, and because of the guilt that I was feeling for not being able to produce anything in spite of all the time that I was devoting to working. It wasn't until one day when I was catching up with a good friend, talking about what I had been up to, which for me seemed like a lot with very little to show for it, when I realized that I had fallen back into my old pattern of choosing to work without taking breaks. In fact, during that conversation, she could see that I was really stressed and suggested that I might need to take some time off. Initially, I dismissed that idea. (laughs) Sometimes old habits die hard, right? But then I thought about it some more, and I thought that since I wasn't being productive anyway, maybe time off would be a good idea after all. So I decided to do something radical and take an entire month off, which by now you know was really huge for me. Other than finally tackling that pile of laundry, I made the conscious choice to not work for those weeks and not allow myself to feel guilty about it either. Even though I didn't go anywhere for my staycation, I spent that time outside doing fun summertime activities with my husband and my son. We visited with family and friends. I tended to my plants, which is something that I really enjoy and find relaxing. And I also devoted a good portion of that time to taking care of myself too, exercising regularly, making the effort to get better sleep, de-stressing with prayer and reading my Bible. And since I was recharging my mind by detoxing from work, and by now you guys know how great I think detoxing is, it seemed like the perfect time to recharge and cleanse my body with a detox too. I can honestly say that taking that time off was the best thing that I could have done. For me, the key was allowing myself to do something completely unrelated from work. The result of that time off was a completely refreshed mind, body, and attitude. I feel like my creativity and my inspiration have returned. My outlook has changed from discouragement back to hope. I am actually relaxed and happy again. I feel a renewed purpose in the things that I do, and I am more productive in my work. And all of that is the result of making the choice to take time off. In a weird way, my experience with burnout this summer was a great reminder for me of the importance of staying balanced when it comes to my work and my home life, 
and to remember that regularly taking time off after working is actually a good thing that is good for my mind and my body, which in turn is good for my health, which in turn is good for my business and my family too. Now, while you may be thinking, that's a great idea, and you'd like to experience the benefits that you get from stepping away from work, but there's no way you could possibly take an entire month off. And I get that. But I'm excited to tell you that even if you can't take a vacation right now, there are things that you can do daily to maintain balance, keep stress in check, and avoid burnout in your life. A really good place to start is with your body. Detoxing can be a great way to recharge and begin to remove any toxins that may have been building up over time. This will naturally strengthen your body physically, bring mental clarity, and improve your energy levels. Then you can continue to maintain those improved energy levels by eating real whole foods, keeping yourself hydrated with plenty of water, incorporating exercise into your daily routine, and prioritizing sleep. From there, it's a good idea to find ways to relieve stress so you can stay balanced emotionally. Many find meditation and deep breathing techniques to be effective for relieving stress. Laughter, one of my personal favorites, is also an amazing stress reliever. And for me, the greatest stress reliever of all is prayer, putting my faith in God, and trusting in the promises that I read in His Word, the Bible. Another way to stay balanced and prevent burnout is to prioritize. Determine what you need to accomplish and set priorities for each thing. Then decide which are the most important so you know what to tackle first. Be sure to take things one at a time to keep from feeling overwhelmed. And remember to take that well-deserved break and give yourself a pat on the back right after you complete each task. Accomplishing each item on your list and acknowledging it will bring a sense of satisfaction that can fuel motivation to stay on track so you can complete all of the things on your list without feeling overwhelmed. And take regular breaks throughout the day. In fact, it's a really good idea to schedule short breaks for yourself every hour. Maybe get up from your desk, take a short walk, get a glass of water. You can also take a few minutes during those breaks to stretch or go outside for some fresh air and even incorporate breathing techniques as ways to stay refreshed during the day. It's also important to set work boundaries and give yourself permission to say no. We all know that there are only so many hours in the day. And by cutting back on commitments when you can, especially ones that don't exactly thrill you and aren't essential, you'll be able to free up some valuable time that can be used in better ways. And speaking of time, be sure to set reasonable limits and cutoff times for your work tasks. And stick to those, because they are absolutely needed so you can avoid feeling overwhelmed and drained and maintain balance between the time that you're spending at work and the time that you get to spend at home with your loved ones. And don't forget to reward yourself regularly for all of your hard work and effort. Schedule non-negotiable time for hobbies and things that you're passionate about as a reward for when you've completed tasks or when the work day or work week has ended. Setting aside time for things that you love to do that are not related to your job will give you something to look forward to and a creative and inspiring reason to stick to those work boundaries. And of course, allow yourself some longer blocks of time to step back from work as well by scheduling vacations or even mini staycations. 
changing the scenery and spending time doing something other than working really is a wonderful way to reset and refresh your body, your mind, and your emotions. And if you actually take that time off, I guarantee that you'll come back feeling re-energized with restored creativity and a renewed attitude ready to make something great happen. I hope that what I shared with you today encourages you to look at taking time off in a whole new way. It really is okay to enjoy time off guilt-free, whether it's short breaks during the day or a full-blown vacation, because now you know it's actually a choice that will not only be a benefit for you, your mind, your body, your emotions, and your health, but it will also benefit your professional life and your family life too. So let's recap. Today we talked about why taking time off from work is so important for our physical, emotional, and mental health. And how instead of getting more done by working without taking breaks, the real result of working nonstop is decreased productivity and a cycle of stress that leads to burnout. I also shared what burnout really is and how to recognize the signs, along with some practical things that you can do every day to maintain a healthy work-life balance, accomplish more by working less, and keep stress in check so you can avoid burnout in the first place. And I'll be sharing more burnout-busting ideas in upcoming posts on my Instagram profile and on my Facebook page. So be sure to follow me there for other practical tips that you can use every day to stay relaxed, refreshed, happy, motivated, and productive at work and at home. You can follow me on Instagram at good underscore nature underscore wellness, and you can find me on Facebook at good nature wellness. I'll be sure to leave those links for you in the show notes too. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. And if you know someone else who would benefit from learning the tips for avoiding burnout, please share it with them too, along with my Instagram and Facebook links. And if you're interested in learning how you can achieve balance in your life and transform your health, but you're not quite sure where to start, having a board certified master health coach like me in your corner can make the way clear. If you're ready to find out how you can take the next steps to work with me, just send an email to barbara at goodnaturewellness.com or reach out to me on my website, www.goodnaturewellness.com. I'm here and I'm ready to help. And one more thing, now that I'm back from vacation feeling refreshed and re-energized, I have lots of ideas for health and wellness topics that are going to make some exciting new episodes. So don't forget to subscribe to the Good Nature Wellness Podcast to be notified when those episodes are released because you don't want to miss a thing. Thank you so very much for joining me today for the Good Nature Wellness Podcast. I'll see you next time. Disclaimer. The Good Nature Wellness Podcast offers information about nutrition, health, and wellness that is designed for educational purposes only. Any opinions expressed or information that is presented by NBCHWC Board Certified Master Health Coach Barbara Walsh is not a substitution for, nor should it be used as a replacement for medical advice or to diagnose or treat any medical condition. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult your physician or other healthcare professional. Do not disregard, avoid, or delay seeking medical advice or treatment from your physician or other healthcare professional because of something that you may have heard in this podcast. 
Please note that while every effort is made to broadcast information that has been carefully researched and is current, ongoing developments in medical research may impact health, wellness, and nutritional advice included in this podcast. No assurance can be given that information or advice included in this podcast will always include the most recent findings or developments related to the material in this or any episode. Any information provided in this podcast is to be used solely at your own risk. Under no circumstances will Barbara Walsh, Holy Health Coaching, LLC, DBA, Good Nature Wellness be responsible for damages in connection with the use of this podcast.